Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. Corey with the K and Uncle Buck are here, along with my main man, DG. What's happening? I was just curious how the Sip and Serve draft went. The draft? The fantasy draft? Yeah. I think, now I'm not trying to be biased at all. At all. I think I got the best team. On paper. Now, you know, a lot, a lot of shit can change from here until the end of the season. So we'll see. I love I love my team. What do you guys think about your team? Corey, Buck, what do you think? I enjoy it. I like my spot. I think I was at nine, and I like being at the end and got a couple good running backs to start off. Yeah, I think I was eight. I drafted an oh, eight yeah. hole. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I might have stole a few guys that Corey wanted, and he might have stole a few that I wanted, but that's just how it, that's just how it goes. Buck, what do you think about your team? It's mediocre. I mean, I had six picks, so – that's usually the most mediocre team, I believe, out of twelve teams. Right? You get in the middle of the pack. Yeah. So you do a snake draft like yep. like we do all our fantasy drafts. Yep. Okay. So you, like <clears throat> is there a is there a prize for the the winner of the league? Yeah. Um it's gonna come out of sip and serve fun. So it's cash. No. Oh. No, it's not gonna be cash. It's gonna be it's gonna be badass though. Okay. It's gonna be awesome. So TBD on that, and it it's going to be different. It just depends on who wins. It's I don't have anything in mind right now, like one specific thing, because it's going to depend on who wins the league. Got it. Do you consider yourself pretty serious about your fantasy leagues? Absolutely, yeah. I take it very serious. Yeah, very very serious. A lot of guys I know seem seem like they take it pretty seriously too. Well, I mean, the leagues that we're in, it's not like for big big money. I mean, but there are leagues out there that play for like $100 or $500 buy-ins. Right. So well, that is kind of big money if you got 12 people in it. Let me throw this at you. Just see, try this on, see what you think. I was at a staff meeting Thursday morning Yeah. at work, and um, and a, one of the guys wasn't wasn't there, Bill. Bill wasn't there. And somebody said, you know, where's Bill? Anybody know where Bill is? And uh, another guy in the staff meeting said, yeah, he flew to uh, he flew down to Louisiana for a fantasy draft. That's awesome. He flew to Louisiana for a fantasy football. That's, he he, that's, just, could, he just couldn't do it online. That was everybody's reaction. He flew to Louisiana for a fantasy draft. It, like he flew down there. It was like a four day four day thing, like a four day trip. You know, I'm sure that wherever he flew to, they they were going to be doing other things besides just the draft, but. But one of uh, one of his coworkers was saying, "Yeah, he takes that stuff extremely seriously. He's been in this this fantasy league since like high school with these guys, and one guy hosts it every year. They rotate, and these guys are like all across the country now because you know they move for jobs and things. This year, he flew down to Louisiana for it. Sounds like they treat it like a vacation. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, a guys like, get away. Kind of yeah. like a reunion thing. Yeah, but, yeah. But with a with a draft involved, like an in person draft, also, and uh, and so everybody was like, "Man, he must be pretty serious about it." And the coworker was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's serious." He said, "So the the winner of this this fantasy league gets bragging rights, and that's it, which is which is fine." But the person who finishes dead last has to get a tattoo. Always has. To, there's always a punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, ours in my like regular league, you got to pay the winners buy in next year. That's your punishment. Okay. Well, these it's not guys, very big, but these guys are more like impractical jokers kind of punishments. Like last year, 
the guy that finished dead last, they all got him extremely drunk on a Friday night, and he had to register months in advance for this and pay for it. But they got him extremely drunk Friday night, and he had to go and take the ACT the next morning. <laughs> Hung over. Hung over. He's like a 35-year-old in a room full of high school kids. Had to take the ACT. And he had to take every, he had to answer every question. Like he couldn't just get up and walk out. Well, I want you to report back on the score. Do you have a score for that guy? I don't. I'll ask him. You're going to have to ask. Be, he should be back to work tomorrow. I'll you're going to have him. to ask him. But I was just thinking, you know, I wonder if, if Rolski's got anything like that for the, the sip and surf. You know what? Like the biggest loser has to, there's some kind of punishment. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm just going to say this, DG. I know you're not real big into the fantasy league. You don't like fantasy sports at all because you say it's a waste of time, right? You say it's a waste of time? My opinion. Okay. You're a big part of the Sip and Serve podcast. I need you to come up with the punishment. I'll come up with some ideas. It's it's all on your shoulders. That's okay. your job for this league. You come up with the punishment for last Could place. Could you imagine right. the loser of the Sip and Serve having to get a tattoo of your guys' choice? That's like right on the ass. That's cheek. fantastic. And then we... <laughs> We'd have to get everybody to agree on it. That's but a great idea. The loser gets a tat right on you the right You need to, like, moving forward, at the beginning of every every season, you need to have everybody sign a waiver that says, if I, if, if I finish dead last, I have to do the punishment. There's no questions asked. You have to. I don't think you Everybody need a agrees on it. It's just a brotherhood. If it happens, like, if you get dead last, everybody knows. And you don't do it. It's it's understood. You're just going to get drugged through the mud on the podcast for weeks to come. Okay. Years. Well, okay, years. I feel like that's only right because, I mean, it's a a podcast fantasy league. Right. You know, so whoever finishes dead last needs to be publicly humiliated on the show. Yeah, I totally agree, DG. And we will keep, we'll keep everybody, you know, in the loop on the standings throughout the year. And, I mean, we might do some dogging on here throughout the year we'll see how it goes um before we get into our listener questions this week i got one thing i want to bring up i was on my way to work and uh actually i was on my way home from work and i seen this school bus so i had to stop you know they had their lights on and this kid got off the bus and i tell you what dg we were talking about it a few podcasts ago about bad haircuts and i don't know if this haircut was bad or if it was fucking awesome. So this kid had a buzz cut all the way around his head. The sides were like buzzed down as far as he could get them with clippers. But in the back, he had like a 14 inch rat tail. So he was like bald on the sides. And then in the back, he had like a 14 inch rat tail. I mean, it was hanging down his back. Been growing it out for a while. For a while. But here's the kicker. On top, you notice how I didn't say he had a whole buzz cut? On top, he had like bangs from the top of his head all the way down past his chin. His bangs were that long. Started at the top, all the way past his chin, then he had a 14-inch rat tail in the back. You ever seen anything like that? No. So like kind of like a rat tail in the front and the back. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. But the top, the front was kind of like a horse tail because it was thick. Like I said, it was... It covered the whole top of his head and it came down. Yeah, past his chin. I've never seen anything like that. What? How? About how old was this kid? I would say he was probably fifth grade. And oh. he, dude, he was just rocking it too. Yeah, like he got off the bus and he like looked at me because, I mean, the door was right there where I was, and we kind of like made eye contact and I said, "Look at you, boy. Look at this cat right here." And he kind of, he kind of like 
you know, he had to get it out of his eyes. Yeah, whip, kinda, whipped he, it. He whipped, whipped, it, it, he whipped it over. He whipped his horse tail over and kind of, kind of like, you see that, and then just walked off. Like he knew <laughs> I was watching him. <laughs> he did it on purpose. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like it. Different, unique. I don't I look. Mean, I don't know how to explain the look on your face right now. I don't know who to blame. Like, is it? He was proud. Oh, well, he loved it. So obviously, he. So, was, what are you trying to say here? Like the parents? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm letting my kid walk out of the house looking like that. What if it was the parents' idea? He goes, "Hey, dude, check this out. Your hair's pretty long, but I, I can make you look pretty good for your first day of school." Gave him the horse tail in the front, the rat tail in the back. Like I'm just confused horse where tail, the horse tail. I'm just confused on where the horse tail started. Just directly at the bank. No, no, no. At the top of his head. Like the, okay, like the where your cowlick would be. Yeah. It was. It was. But it was like it was lined up straight. But is all this shaved? No. So no. almost like he's got a, like a kind of like a mohawk from the crown of his head up to the front, and then the front's just. Crazy long, yeah. Just like past his way chin, grown out. yes, way grown out. It's like he, it's it's like he had a fade at the top. You know how it's longer at the top, and then it grew out all the way, and it was past his freaking chin, boys. I'm telling you, it was it was about three or four inches past his chin. I don't know why, but I'm picturing a blonde, blonde haired kid. Was it was, it, it was a, uh, it was a uh, dirty blonde, yes. Yeah. Spider had, Spider Man book bag, and he. Pro- oh, I was gonna say he probably had a Kroger sack. Yeah, it was Spider Man book bag. <laughs> And dude, he was, I'm telling you, man, this kid had so much freaking confidence getting off that bus. Well, he's probably got like a, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> he's in fifth grade, Buck. We're not going to mention well, that. He's probably going to be uh, living life. <laughs> we'll say that. He's going to be a ladies' man. We'll leave it at that. So last, that we're recording on Sunday. So Friday night, DG, we watched Rough and Rowdy. You're familiar with Rough and Rowdy. I know about Rough and the Rowdy. The Barstool Sports. So basically anybody out there. Who hasn't seen Rough and Rowdy? It's basically just an all-out brawl. There's 20 fights. They get these guys from the backwoods of West Virginia, and they they beef them up like they make promos on each other, mouthing each other, and then they box. It's like what three one-minute rounds, and they just beat the hell out of each other. Like a street fight, basically. It's basically like a street fight in the ring with boxing gloves. And I would on. say but, more but than I mean, half but of the you fights. Got, but well, you got officials in there and stuff. Yeah, maybe. I think they just strictly work for bar stools, but. More than half the fights stay in within the first 20 seconds of the first round. Yeah, somebody gets rocked one good time and he'll just quit. And yeah. they just like spit I've their mouthpiece out. Yeah, like I, I've had enough. So we were thinking, how hard do you think it would be to get Uncle Buck on Rough and Rowdy 16? Uh, not hard. I don't, we, I don't think it'd be too hard. We need Corey with a K to get behind the camera and we need to cut up some videos. And this is what we came up with. We're going to take Uncle Buck down to the creek down here in North Fork, and we're going to have him walk against the current and shadow box. And then we're going to go, we're going to go over to the store over here, and we're going to buy some steaks, and we're going to put them on like little hooks and hang them from trees, and have him beat the shit out of some steaks. And then we're going to take him out to our buddy buddy's house, and we're going to hook up a rope around a belt, and we're going to have him pull. My buddy, buddy, side by side are up through the woods, but we're going to make sure everybody's got his foot on the gas a little bit so we get up the hills. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Let's make it happen. If, with, if with, they, with the Rocky montage playing in the background? Yeah, absolutely. And I know you could get you could get mouthy. Oh. I, just, I just want to leave that for the ring, though. Okay. I don't want to get too mouthy. I just want to, you know, I want, to, I want him to think 
This kid's going to get his fucking ass beat. What would your fighting name be? Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck. Uncle Buck. Okay. That's yeah, it. I like that. Would you, like, if they got a hold of you and said, hey, we want you to come fight, would you Would you go? I'd be there the next day. With us. With the, the sip entourage. and serve. Yeah. We walk him into the, we we walk walk him into in. the ring. Yep. You're his, you're his corner, corner man. Well, they, they see that there's only, uh, they have two corner guys that they're, they're out there for every fight. Legit corner guys. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, we'd be around the ring, like hyping him up, but we wouldn't be able to actually, during, in between the rounds, we wouldn't be able to and hype him the, up. And then the intro music is the sip and serve intro. Yes. <laughs> I wonder. He's coming out to this. Awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> That's his intro music. Wouldn't that be badass? You guys got this all figured out, man. I'm, I'm impressed. I, dude, I really do think Uncle Buck could go on there and like he could become big time because they love people who just beat the shit out of people. And I think, you know, he's five foot six, 140 pounds, so he's going to be fighting some like a crazy bird. He's going to be fighting Crazy Bird from Boone County, West Virginia. That's never probably been in a fight before. He just likes to talk. He yeah. wants to be on TV, and Buck's going to go in there and knock his fucking head off. Like, we'll, we'll train you up right, though. I mean, I got to get trained. I don't want to speak highly of myself, but after watching what I watched, the first <laughs> if you put me in the first 10 fights, in my weight class, I'm probably winning two of them. Well, we get you trained up. But I'm not going to make the Pac-Man fight. You know what I'm saying? No. I'm uh, going to work my way no, up. We're going to we're gonna be like, when we go to on this card, we're going to be in like the first three fights. Like, Wait, I mean, you're zero and zero. Like Portnoy is going to be like, damn, this this dude, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And then we're going to work ourselves up the card, 16, 17, 18. And then we're going for the title in Rough and Rowdy 20. Do you it's think, five from now. I, I love it. I love everything about this idea. But do you think Portnoy would be all right with us plugging the podcast during the fight? Probably not, but we're going to wear our t-shirts. Okay, uh, he can't. He can't make us take our t-shirts. No, off. hell no. Yeah, a lot of them put like stuff, like handwritten stuff on their chest, like their Venmo account. So we can just put sip and serve, and then Uncle Buck can put his Venmo account underneath it. <laughs> Screw that! I'm just going to get sip and serve tatted on my chest. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll do. Big old, big old, nice tat on his chest I for this fight. Tell you what, you could get some local sponsors. And just like right, right on permanent marker, just across your whole body, you <laughs> all over the place. Look like a NASCAR car, five hundred bucks on. Yeah, just just off of being there. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go right into the text messages this week because we've got some texts that aren't questions, and this whole podcast is based on the listener questions. But first, let's just go through a few texts we got here. Hey, fellas, it's Frankie Shuffer. Here's a solution to the Tall Boy Top Five. Each of you keep your top five, and each week post them and let the crowd vote for their favorite. To spice it up, winner picks the biggest loser's shitty beer they have to drink during the next recording. Glad to hear your voice again, DG. Don't let Buck weasel his way into your co-host spot. Come back every week and keep Buck on the bench where he belongs. Love you, Buck. Dang. Damn. Shots fired. Shots fired from Frankie Shuffer. And you even talked Frankie up. I mean, he's probably, his... he's probably one of the best Pee Wee players I ever played against, but it's over now, buddy. It's over now, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I believe I still, I'm I'm, on, I'm six man, but let's just say I'm, coach looks at me and gives me those fuck me eyes, I'm coming in. Right. Right. <laughs> so about the uh, tall boy. I mean, I would love to do that, but we don't have all the cans anymore. We kind of threw them away. We've only got four of our top five right now. So it'd be hard for us, you know, 
to keep a list and have you guys vote on them. But I don't, I don't hate the idea, Frankie. But I just think that's a lot of extra work. We kind of, we kind of have our own list because we always say like, yeah, we like this one right. better than this one. But like, I, I kind of like having the one list that we all agree on, and yeah, that's that's the list. Next one, short and sweet. You got to go with the gold bond extra strength that's in the green bottle, Rolski. Or just wear the underwear that resembles compression shorts. Then you don't have to deal with it at all. Think that's the ultimate answer. Thank me later. Uh, I I couldn't agree with that more. The extra strength gold bond is the move. And if you're trying to eliminate chafing, you got to go with compression shorts. Got to. Okay. So I appreciate the advice. I do. I do have some. It's not gold bond, but it's it's powder. And it you has got the generic. Yes, it has been working. It's been working. It's it's getting better down there. I still have a I'm still having a few issues, but we're not going to talk about it. We're going to move Can on. Can I put on a shout out for your underwear? Yeah, jockeys. Jockeys. They're like nylon jockey compression shorts. They're phenomenal. I think I've had these things for like nine years. They're they're pretty holy, but they still they're still, fantastic. Still do their job. They do what they're meant to jockey. do. Jockey. No free ads. This message is directed to the house slash dog sitter. You fail to tell your listeners that the homeowners call a few days before departing to see what you would like for breakfast, lunch, and supper. The refrigerator and cupboards are always stocked. Why can't you take the dog to your house for a couple hours so that way you could visit your wife? The dog used to live in the house, you know. Maybe maybe you didn't want him to shit in your yard. I don't know. Thanks for mowing the yard with the riding lawn mower. The owners always bring you a very nice gift when they return. Until next time, thanks for your service. So if you listen to the last podcast, I was complaining about, you know, having the dog sit and all this shit. So the owners heard it, I reckon, and they sent in a text message. Any thoughts on this one? Well, I I, I don't think they fully grasp your philosophy of house sitting. You know, you, you go to the house, you you unload for the day and you're not leaving i'm just not leaving you're not leaving and that's just how you house sit. that's how i do it and and they called me out because i do mow the side yard with the riding lawnmower remember that big talk we had about you know clunk clunking or clogging or whatever the hell we called it yeah and then uh so i didn't mention i did ride the riding lawnmower so they called me out for that too so anything on that i just they set you up to have a magnificent week while you were house setting yeah and to just hear you bitch about the entire situation kind of is sickening that's, in my eyes i feel like that's how they feel yeah i mean you you you're disrespecting even though you did what you you know you told that you did what you said you were going to do it's just she said the cupboards were full of food the fridge was stocked and i believe it it is and i believe it and yet you complain yeah, we because, didn't have a fucking microwave to cook the food so what are we supposed to do buck it's called an oven, 350, preheat. Appreciate your opinion. Moving on. Shout out to the Sip and Serve Lawn Care Service. Uncle Buck did not disappoint. Mowed, weed-eated, and blew off the driveway. The man even brought a pooper scooper to discard of any shit. It was nice having a Sunday and not having to worry about the yard. He wouldn't take my 10 bucks, but did drink an old Milwaukee. He said the first one was on him. Keep up the great work, fellas. You really don't know how many smiles you put on people's faces. Look at that. <laughs> That's one happy customer. Yep. So, you, first customer, yeah. right? I had two today. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> My second appointment didn't go as planned. Uh -oh. 
Nope. Sat, sat on the porch after I was finished and had probably seven beers by 11 p.m. or 11 a.m. <laughs> and didn't make it back to my house to mow my own fucking yard. <laughs> so I think what's going to happen is that guy's yard is going to be mowed last <laughs> so that I can just leave the mower at the house and then have Haley come pick me up. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing well, though. I mean, it's getting there. That's, but you, you mowed for free today? I take pride. I did. I mean, old Milwaukee couple Bud Lights, a few Bud Lights. What more can a man ask for on right. a hot Sunday? So is that three clients in a, in one week? Well, I mean, one doesn't count because it's my direct neighbor, and she's just too fucking lazy to come out and mow, so I mow her yard while I mow mine. So okay. I had two clients today. Two clients? Fantastic clients. I'll, I'll be back next Sunday. I think, we'll, I think we're starting to see the beginnings of a lawn care empire. I think so, too. The sip and serve lawn care service. I like it. <laughs> Represent us, Buck. Represent us well. Last one. Uncle Buck's wife here. I'd like to make a comment about the ant situation at our old house. Even though Uncle Buck's comments about the ants marching with their drums was pretty hilarious, he made it seem like we had so many that they could have picked me up and carried me out the damn door on their backs. That was not the case. 30 ants tops with their little drums marching around at night. So let's talk about that first here. 30 ants, you said way more than that. That's a lot. This is your wife here. Yeah, that she's lying because if it was 30 ants, why the fuck you need 30 traps? <laughs> one trap per ant, one, my one ass. One for each ant. There was at least three, 350, 400 plus. Oh, oh, wow. That's quite a discrepancy. It is. 30 to 300? And let's just say- Add another zero to it. Let's just say DG mentioned that they can carry 10 times their own weight. They could have very easily carried her out that door. Easy. Okay, there's a lot more here. Oh, also, I know we don't fact check on this pod, but Uncle Buck was all wrong about his father-in-law's Mexican buzzard truck situation. They didn't eat his tonneau cover. They ate the rubber around his back window, rubber and plastic around the front windshield, and wipers and pecked the shit out of the roof. But either way, they're ignoring little pricks that are unfortunately still protected. However... ODNR are now allowed to shoot them. So if this ever happens to you out at the lake, make sure you file a report with ODNR and then obviously an insurance claim. What do you say, Buck? I mean, apples and oranges. Tonneau cover, plastic around a back windshield. Who gives a fuck? I just know they're annoying little bastards. Okay, moving on. We got one more thing here. Lastly. This is um, the same person? Same person. Jesus. Uncle Buck set the price a little low on his lawn care services. I barely see the guy as it is because of all the OT has been working due to the lazy assholes that don't show up to work. So, if someone wants his lawn care service, we are talking 20 from here on out and an ice cold beer. Don't sell yourself short, you little employee of the month fuck. Okay, that's all. Lots of love. You guys are doing great. No divorce papers yet. <laughs> so, sounds like you're not the one running the business. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, anyway. You got a new CEO. Uh, I mean, yeah, I need a couple assistants, goddammit. It's busy work, but I like mowing. So, yeah, she's she's calling you out. She must have found out that you mowed for free today, and she didn't like it. I mean, she could tell when I walked through the front door. I could barely speak. <laughs> Seven beers before 11 a.m. That's a lot, yeah, It was eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Even worse. And I think I started at 10.30. Ooh, that's a good little buzz there. Quick buzz. Eight beers in 30 minutes. It was Ooh. quick. I would Ooh. like to see you do that again. 
Well, that's it, like gotta I mean, be close to record breaking. I can I can drive you past the person's house, and it's not. I mean, it's not cleanly. It's not clean. It's, Lot lines a little wavy. I'll go ahead and you know the blades might not be as sharp as I want them to be, but I can get Doug to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep you guys updated on the sip and serve lawn care business. Thanks for all the text. Now let's get into the mailbag this week. We asked all the listeners this week on our social medias to send in questions, ask us anything, and boy, did they come through. We've had like, I don't know, 150 questions. Oh, wow. So, I, I mean, of course we can't do all of them. So, if you don't hear your question today, we will read them in the text message text messages for the weeks to come. Does that make sense? Are you calling the segment the mailbag? It's the mailbag. I like it. Shout out to... Sip and Serve Nation for showing up. Oh, they did. They did. And you know what? For those of you that actually seen our post and are listeners of ours and didn't send in a question, make sure you do it next time. Or I'm going to stick this guy to my left on your ass. He's going to take his size six. He's going to turn that son of a bitch sideways and he's going to stick it up all your candy asses. Best believe that. Uncle Buck, I'm talking about you. I wear size 10. That's surprising. That's bullshit. First up, <laughs> if you guys weren't married, do you think you could still pick up some chicks? I never had game to begin I with. I was about to say, dude, I got lucky with the one I got right now, so the answer to that is probably absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I'm out of the game. Never was in it. I got lucky one night, and that was the end of it, so... Dude, here's here's a quick little story, real quick. Um, our wives went on a bachelorette party a few weeks ago, and um, it was me and Roush. We were just hanging out because they were gone, and we told our girls, said, "Hey, I think we're going to go out to the bars tonight and see see if we can just just try to pick up a few chicks, just see if we still got it." Yeah. They sent a text back laughing and said, "Good luck. We ain't worried about you two idiots." <laughs> And that was it. We're like, we're like, you know what? They're probably right. We ended up, we ended up just staying home, eating a bag of chips, and watching some sports on TV. And that was it. There you go. Is that all you got? No stories like that. No nothing. Can't pick up chicks either of you guys. No nothing. Not without paying money. Fair enough. Rolski, I seen your poll on Twitter. You were asking, would you rather have buffalo chicken pizza or barbecue chicken pizza? My question for you though is. What are your go-to pizza toppings? I think I'm just going to... Who doesn't like just a pepperoni pizza? I mean, it doesn't get any more basic and high quality than just a good pepperoni pizza. I agree. And I, I think if I wanted to spice it up a little bit, I would just go with banana peppers and mushrooms. That right there. Okay, so I was a, I was a pepperoni guy for the longest time here lately. I've been, that's exactly what I've been ordering. I Pepperoni, like it. mushroom, banana pepper. Yep, it's good shit. Those what about three. you, Buck? What do you like? Banana peppers is key. I don't care if they put an entire jar of banana peppers on one slice. I got to have banana peppers. It's the best ingredient on a pizza, in my opinion. Second best, the pineapple. Oh. I'm lying. That's, that's bullshit. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> don't kidding. don't bring that shit up, because you about, we about had a heater real quick, I real, your, real I quick I your here. eyes light up. That's why I'm calling bullshit. What about you, Corey? What do you like? Pepperoni, bacon, banana pepper. Bacon? Yeah. Okay. Can't go wrong with a Frankfurt Pizza Warrior either. Okay. Next up, would you rather 
go without sex for a year or have sex twice a day for a year. I ain't got time for the latter. <laughs> <laughs> ain't got time for it. It's going to have to be the first one. You know, you know that that is true. It's time consuming, but if you're like me, dude, it only takes 20 seconds anyway, so <laughs> yeah. It takes me more more time to pull this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but to be honest, um, I couldn't go without it for a year. I mean, that's just hard, man. I mean, that's just hard to do. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go with twice a day. So you're you're going to not have it for a whole year, DG? Is that what you're saying here? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Buck? I mean, I've gone a long time without sex before, but it's. I think I could fight through the the fatigue. And maybe the the occasional headache that you would get from, you know, going through the but it's going it's going to be twice a day. You're going to need some pre workout. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to need some extra extra boost. That's for sure. Yeah. This guy or gal sent in the question for each of us. Rolski, what is your dream job? Um, to be honest with you, dude or gal or whoever the hell you are, you didn't leave a name, but appreciate the question. I think I'll, I'm doing my dream job right now. If you could say so if you could do this right here, what we're doing full time and get paid a decent salary for it, this right here is your dream job. This is what I would be doing, one hundred percent. And now, if I couldn't do this podcast, I would like to work for like a network and do like uh, maybe produce some things, write some show notes, be the brains of the operation, like the topics and stuff. I think I'd be decent at that as well. So, like a Saturday Night Live skit producer, but for podcasts, yes. Yeah, I would like to write show notes for podcasts. Like the guy comes up to me and goes, what am I talking about today, dude? And I'll just give him the piece of paper and has everything on it. Say, here you go. I'm going to tell you what, Rolski. When you put your resume together for that job, make sure you put me on there as a reference because I'm, I'm going to give you a glowing recommendation. Well, I appreciate and I'm not that. And I'm not just saying that, man. Like you're good at this shit. You really are. And I could I could totally see you doing that full time. That's the goal, ain't it? You'll get it. I mean, man. you're get it. you're obviously the best podcast dude in Frankfurt. So that's that's saying a resume. Something. That, that is, is saying something. I mean, you have that. Yeah. So you're creative, dude. Well, I mean, you, you're, you, I try. you really are. You I really try. Are. With, with such a small head, too. Your <laughs> your head's so tiny, but yet you can think of so many yeah, things. They, they don't usually have my hats in my size and fitted, you know, in sports stores. So I usually order them online because I have such a small head. I'm going to order you a hat. I don't even know what my size I am, Buck. Small. Eight. Corey with a K. <laughs> Eight. If you started your own podcast, what would you talk about? Uh, I saw this question, and my first thing was probably sports, but there's so many sports out there that would be pretty boring. So I kind of thought about it, and I think I would do like my own review of like Netflix shows. Like I would watch one and then I'd put out a pod on what I thought and how I thought the ad, different actors did something and that's probably what I'd do. That's pretty cool. No, I could definitely see you doing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I could see that as well. I watch a lot of stuff, so I'd have a lot of opinions on that. Okay, that's a great answer. Uncle Buck, when is Rolski going to make you an official co-host? <laughs> Hopefully never. <laughs> Why you what? say that? I just like being here, boys, but not. I mean, it's not an every... You guys do your thing. I'm just like, like I said, I'm the, the sixth man off the bench. That's exactly what I am. No, you're not. I'm just, I, I'm just. You're the, you're, I'm the batting, you're the batting coach that is on one knee 
throwing soft tosses up the Rolski. I know he's the talent. Uh, he's, no, I'm he, not. He puts the asses in the no, seats. No, that's not true. We that all is, do. I'm just that along is for the ride. True. Just like just like you are. Okay, well let's let's get the paper, get the contract get ready. The contract so ready. When this shit I mean, makes it big. I you're sign a local. It. <laughs> anytime Rolski wants to rip one of these out, he's you, thirty seconds do down is, the road. All you gotta do is ride your bike over, even if it's raining. Huh. You know. All we gotta do is press this little green button right here, dude. That's it. Okay, the record you, button. You can sign my divorce papers as well, then. <laughs> DG, what is the most fun you've ever had during a podcast? Oh, um, man, the night we did the Christmas, the Christmas special. <laughs> oh, dude, that was so. Oh, yeah. dude, that's that was so much fun. I got a I got a picture of all of us that we took after that after that episode, and it's. Taking up in here too. It's, I got it up in my living room, front and center, man. It's like the centerpiece <laughs> of our mantle. Yeah. And it all, dude, that was so much fun. Troy and the hiccups at the end. And <laughs> oh, that, it was just, that, that was, laugh. We need to make a drop for that. It was next yeah. level. And I'd say what, there's there are several listeners that have, you know, we'd sit down, talk, have a few beers, and they would bring that up. Like that Christmas episode will we'll, we'll be unmatched. Like I, I couldn't tell if he was being murdered, no. or if he was like legitimately laughing. If you were listening to it, you would have thought somebody was killing him. But that scream laugh, that is by far the most like piss your pants, yeah, excitement, laughter ever. I even cut two minutes of it out. <laughs> we we did it for probably like well, we probably did it for about ten minutes, and I had to cut some out because it was just too long. It was the same thing. Him start laughing, and all of us laughing. He just caught us going, so I had to cut some of it out. And it wasn't it was only just good. the podcast that night, you know. I mean, we all had a lot of fun that night because we did our gift exchange, yeah, and uh, we all dressed up in our ugly sweaters. So I mean, it was it was just fun all oh, around. It was, oh, it, like, I would compare it to as like being excited for christmas eve yes. as a child so yeah. when the sip and serve christmas podcast rolls around this year that night before i'm i'm i probably won't sleep i'm, I'm, I'm already sleep. i am already S- screw my presents yeah screw the presents that we're going to open up the next day i just want to be on that pod i just want to be on the pod yeah man and you will be on the hey, pod. we gotta have some more karaoke too that was that was effing hilarious yeah we'll get some more karaoke in next up this guy is Scotty P. He says, Scotty P here. Let's get a little deep on this one, boys. Two-part question. On a scale of one to ten, how fulfilled are you with your life? Let's answer that one first. Mm. You want to start us off here, DG? One to ten. Um, I'm pretty fulfilled, man. I, I, uh, I don't really lack for enjoyment in my life. I really don't. Um, I would say I'm probably an eight, eight or nine. Really? I can't. I, yeah, I can't, can't complain. No, I really can't. I, I have zero to complain about. Okay. What about you, Buck? I think if you say 10, that's kind of unrealistic right? as an answer. But I am very, very fulfilled. Probably the perfect wife for me. I don't know how she deals with you. <laughs> and that's why she's perfect. Uh, she works. She's probably the hardest worker in the house. Uh, she does most of my you know off the the sidelines kind of work medical bills all that stuff i don't have to worry about she takes care of it and then i guess the void that we had right now we replaced with a dog and that definitely you know 
that boosted it. So I'm yeah. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna leave room for improvement. I'm gonna say about a seven. Okay. And I think I'm right there with you. I was gonna say seven or eight, but I'm gonna stick with seven because eight's a little high. And the reason being, like you said, we all got great wives, we've all got great family, we've I mean we're well we're healthy, um, got good jobs. But I think the only thing that I'm missing, you know, is children right now and I want to blow this podcast through the roof. So you forgot about your hair. You're missing that too. Well, I've been missing that since I've been a freshman. <laughs> so the children in the podcast, that's, that's what I need to get to attend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this podcast isn't anywhere near where I want it to be, but we're, we're on our way. What are you going to do when all of our children grow up and they have their own fucking podcast? That'll be great. I'll just, I mean, once we get older, we might just give it to them. The sip name and everything. Sip and serve pod part two. Part two. Yeah, just just hand it down like the family business. Right, hand it down straight to them. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah. And this is, you know, off the wall. But when we do all have kids, say that they're different genders, okay? And one starts dating the other. What kind of chaos is that going to bring to our households? A lot. Some chaos. There might bring it might bring some chaos in between us as well. At some point, what if they break up? One breaks the other one's heart. One cheats on the other. What's going to happen I'll then? I'm telling to suck it the fuck up. I don't. I don't. Him. I really don't see that happening. I, I feel like, like, if one of us had a girl, and one of us had a boy, it would be like a brother sister kind of relationship almost. You know? Because I mean. I, I don't know. Like, that's how close we all are. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, it's inevitable. Like, as much time as we spend together, if we have kids that are the same age and they spend so much time around each other for 16 plus years. Right. That they're not going to see each other that in that way. You know, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be more of a brother-sister kind of thing. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Well, let's, just, you- let's just know, Rolski, your daughter shows up to my house, or your son shows up to my house. Uncle Buck's going to have a Glock on his hip. <laughs> So get back to rolling long lane. <laughs> Corey, what about you? Yeah, I'm like you guys. I'm thankful for everything I had, but I'd put like a six maybe. There's always room for improvement. I'm not like I'm not lucky like you guys. I don't have beautiful wives, so yeah, that would jump it up a couple notches. So yet. Yeah, yet. It's called Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Start swiping. <laughs> Power swipe, buddy. It works. Yeah. You get blisters. And when was the last time you have truly extended kindness to someone? Oh, that's a good one. Um, you know, me and my buddy Kyle, he's a big listener of ours. We used to drive, well, we still drive to work together, but there was always this guy on our way to work that was sitting on his porch. And you could tell he was old and you could tell he was lonely because I'd never seen any cars in his driveway, mm-hmm. just him. He was, always in a, he was always in a wheelchair and he always, he was in the outside in the morning and he was outside in the evening. And I'm going to tell you right now, that guy was out there because he was expecting a wave from us every day. He knew what time we went to work and he knew what time we got off. And he was out there every single day. And every time we drove by, we'd give him the horn and we'd both stick our hands out the window. Yeah. And that guy would freaking absolutely love it. He, was, he would start clapping. He would raise his hand and wave like no other. I love that. Happiest guy ever. Probably made his day. I think he's dead. <laughs> I hasn't, haven't been out on his porch in a while. Uh, someone else moved in. He's gone, dude. I, I really do think he died. Poor guy. Yeah. But but rest in peace, my brother. I never got his name. But 
I one thing I do regret. I wish we would have stopped one day and just had a conversation with him. Yeah. So that honestly, that's the biggest thing that I can think of right now that I've how I've extended kindness. But I don't know. It's something. Yeah. For me, uh, my my next door neighbors, they're uh, a married couple. They're both retired. They got a little dog, and you know they always they always they always come out on the when the weather's nice. They always come out on their back deck and and let the dog run run around the yard. You know, it, just enjoy the weather, whatever. And I noticed uh, back in the springtime this past year, they. I didn't see the dog out for like a week or a week and a half. I never, I never saw them out on their back deck. So I didn't know, you know, what had happened. If maybe one of them got sick or I I didn't know, but I know that their grass got real, real tall. And that's uncharacteristic because the, the gentleman that lives next door, he, he really likes keeping his yard in order. Yeah. I was out mowing my yard and I, you know, I didn't really know what what their deal was like where they were at i just went ahead and mowed the yard for them i didn't think they would mind that you know some people probably pretty particular i mean that's trespassing technically but i didn't think he would mind i went ahead and mowed his yard for him um turns out that they were just on vacation for the week and that that week we got a ton of rain and a ton of sun and the the grass just went crazy so yeah i just mowed the yard for him was it clogging up your mower no no it's good yeah, it wasn't much, but they they appreciated it. You know, made me feel good. It's nice. How about you, Buck. I mean, I've in my opinion, I feel like I'm a pretty kind person. I like to stand, you know, a helping out hand out to anybody. But recently, I guess this is when Haley and I lived in our old place. We went through a DQ, and somebody we pull up, we ordered, and they said, "The person in front of you paid for your bill." And I was thinking to myself, what the fuck? Like, so I didn't have to pay. Yeah. So Haley looked at me and she said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm driving off. So I drove off and I thought about it. I was like, that's horrible. So then after that, I made it to a couple, you know, other places a couple of days later. And then those two places that I went to, I made sure that the people behind me, I pay for their bills. Taken care of. And it's just small things that you don't even think about and take for granted every day. And sure, I might not have needed that person to pay for my bill, but the people that I paid for, you know, maybe they were a couple bucks short and it helped them out. So just, I think Marty said it before, just pick up a plastic bottle on the side of the street. Throw it away. Help the earth out. And then it's just every day, just do something small to just help your, your neighbor. It's the little things. Little things. Next one. Any big plans for the 100th episode? When will it be recorded? I mean, that's a good question for you, showrunner. I'm not real sure. I haven't even really thought of it. I mean, we're on 76 now. we got 24 to go. I looked at the calendar, and if we do one a week, it's going to be in the middle of March. So that's when it'll be recorded. Any ideas? I mean, we're all here. Anything that sticks out that we could do for the 100th episode, boys? I always thought it'd be cool to do like a listener appreciation day where we have like a cookout. Um, maybe get a tent, like an outdoor thing. This is March. I know, but you know it could be later in the spring if the weather's not not that nice yet. But uh, you know, just show anybody wants to show up, just so sh- just show sipping squad we appreciate them, and maybe maybe cut a cut a live episode right then and there. We could. I don't know. It's not bad. I like it. 
about you, Buck? Anything? I wouldn't mind shooting a lot, like a live audience episode, and then like he said, top listeners, and just give them the night. You pay for their their meal. They bring their significant other. Anybody that listens, and it's sip and serve. Just you know, has a hell of a night. Like a, like kind of like a dinner theater. Yeah. Okay. There you have it. See you guys in March. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Next question. Coke. Oh. What about you, Buck? Coke Zero. I'm going with Coke. I hate Pepsi. It's just not good. I don't like the taste of it. Never have, never will. When I think of Coke, that's the only thing that goes good with Jack Daniels. When I think of Coke, I think polar bears. When you think of Coke, what do you think of? I don't want to know, do I? Next question. Next question. <laughs> hey, boys. Sorry, I haven't been sitting many texts lately, but I've still been listening. Don't worry. But with football being around the corner, I want to know... I want to know who everybody's favorites are to win the NFL and college titles. And also, I really hope that this is Harbaugh's last season so we can have a rivalry again. I'm tired of it just being another game. I want the excitement of the game back. Go Bucks, Joel. I'm not going against the GOAT, Tom Brady. I think the Bucks are going to repeat. I oh, mean, they, the roster's stacked. Um, the roster's stacked. They got everybody back. I mean, they added Geo in the backfield that to catch de- passes, just defense, like James White. That, that defense is they got Godwin, elite. Gronk, and Evans outside. I mean, they're they're tough. I think they're going to repeat. And then you add the goat. Yes, and then on college side, I mean, you can't go against Alabama. I'm just picking Alabama. What do you guys think? I got the Bucks, and I that's not a homer pick either. I think it is. I'm not a diehard OSU football fan, um, but I, I like their chances this year. Tampa Bay is a hard one to pick against in the NFL, but I'm going to go Chiefs. Oh, going with Mahomes to get his first one, huh? Yep. Second, second one, second sorry, one. second one. What about you, Buck? Uh, NFL. I think I agree with Rolski with Tampa. They just have too many lethal weapons. Defense is stout. College, I hate to say it, but, I mean, I haven't seen this Stroud dude play yet. Running back. Is maybe a question mark, but all the athletes and the recruits that Ohio State gets in, I give Day hellacious amount of credit. Too much probably, but I think Bucks is going to be in the finals. Okay. The uh, the other part of that that text was it a text? Yeah, I mean these are all texts. Okay. Um, I'm with you, man. I, I would not mind at all to see Michigan beat Ohio State. Maybe three of the next five years and kind of just to get it back restoke the rivalry yeah. absolutely i think it'd be it'd be great for the big 10 it'd be great for michigan it'd be great for Ohio state it'd be great for college football i mean that's it like you look at college football and when that saturday rolls around i don't care if you lived in california you were tuning in to the game the 10, game 10 12 13 years ago now it's like Ohio State versus Illinois. No competitiveness. Zero heart. And he's just been getting his dick slapped in for the last five years. (laughs) And I can't stand it. Uh, yeah, so mine would probably be. I was going. I was thinking Chiefs too, just to be a little different. But okay, so you can't really do the the Patriot Patriots same team, the Bucks. <laughs> uh, they pretty much they're the only they're the first team to return all 22 starters since like the seven the 70 super bowl team wow that's, that's so it. so they they don't have zero turnover they brought in a couple younger guys they they had 
I think they drafted a pretty good defensive end in the first round. He'll be pretty good. But for um, college, I'm going to go a little different. This is the only team that has like their returning starting QB. I'm going to go with – and uh, Monk's going to like this. I'm going to go with the Sooners. The Sooners. Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler's back. Uh, I know Clemson's QB got some run when uh, Trevor uh, Lawrence – had COVID or was hurt for a couple of weeks. So they kind of know what to expect from him. But Spencer played all last year, and I think he's going to take a jump, and they'll probably be pretty good. All right. Thanks that's for good, the question. That's a good pick, Corey with K. This is Jonathan. I've been listening for a while now. I love the podcast. But my question is, what's the biggest surprise you've had in the last year or two and why? You guys want to lead off? I can start. I'm surprised we got the first episode up on – on iTunes, the first time we did it. Okay. <laughs> didn't know how to do it? No, we didn't. Okay. So publishing the first episode. Yeah, there you go. Something simple. Um, you know, I'm going to stick, I'm going to kind of stick with that a little bit. Um, the biggest surprise, I really haven't had many big surprises, but I think we surprised people with this podcast and how well it's going. Yeah. I think so. I mean, you guys are in what? If you, in reality, you think about it, viewer numbers. People subscribe during the top 25% of podcasts, correct? Top seven. Yeah. So, I mean, less than a year, you've got it's sky's the limit. I mean, honestly, there there are people out there who record a podcast just like we do in their own house and they get like 20 downloads. They get, they get their close circle to listen and right. that's about they, it. They get 20 downloads. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're doing all right. And that kind of surprised me a little bit how well it took off. I mean, yeah, we've been at it a year and a few months now. We're on episode 76. There's probably not many people out there who thought we would make it to episode 76, boys. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Did we think we'd make it to episode well, six, that's 76? What gonna, that's what I was going to ask you, Rolski. I mean, when we started this thing 15 months later, is this where you kind of pictured things? Were we a little ahead of where we are? I not, mean, not as successful. I mean, what do you think? I mean, think? you look around. The studio is pretty awesome. It's badass. It's pretty badass. I mean, we built this from the ground up, boys. We started on a damn pull-out table with some metal chairs. The it's, only thing that would make this studio more badass is if you got Kendra Lust down there to shoot a porn. Or some air conditioning. Or AC. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Settle for some cool air. That'd be all right. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my surprise. I mean, honestly, man, I love this shit, and I'm not going to stop, and neither are we, so we're going to keep it moving. Let's surprise some more people. As Buzz Lightyear would say, to infinity and beyond, boys. That's right. You guys got any surprises you'd like to talk about? I, I think my probably my surprise, and, and it wasn't a pleasant surprise, was just COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. I mean, who who saw that coming? I mean, it's still here, too. Yeah. It ain't going anywhere, it really, either. It really ain't. What you, Buck? Uh, I guess my surprise would be... Why well, I haven't won $320 million on Mega Millions yet. I put my money due, and week after week, it's nothing. So, that's it. <laughs> what would you do if you ran into a rattlesnake face-to-face, Wookie? Rattlesnake face-to-face. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm probably going to try to turn the other way. I'm going to show my heels and get the hell out of there. I don't like snakes. Do you guys like snakes at all? I mean, if you, if there was a snake in here and you, we just seen it over there, like what would be like your reaction? Let's just say it was a mean looking thing. Wasn't a little gardener. It's just a big old black snake, probably four foot, five foot long. What would you do? Uh, it depends on how aggressive it is. But 
I kind of, when I see snake like out in the yard or whatever, I kind of like walking up there and just, you know, checking it out. See, just to try to see what kind of snake it is, maybe, you know. But if that thing reared up like it was about to strike at me, I wouldn't take any chances. Oh, is this this thing poisonous? Is it not? I'm getting the hell out of there. You got to look for the diamond-shaped head or the eyes. I forget what they are. The eyes. Okay. I, uh, I pet one yesterday. Snake. A snake. Yeah. Yeah. We were at a... You're psycho, we went too. Down to visit uh, some people we camp with, and one of them have a pet snake, and she had it out and was, like, showing people because no. she talked about it all the time. She needs, so I just, she needs to get her head checked. It. Yeah. Any sure. kind of... Any idea what kind of snake it was? Uh, it was just a pet snake that yeah. they've had. I, I'm not to sure go, what it was. To go back to Corey with a K, I pet a snake every night. <laughs> you know, if there was a snake in this studio, I'm up on this bar. I'm off the ground. That's how scared of them. I, I hate them, dude. I hate snakes. Like, they are the worst. I can deal with spiders. Spiders, I'll just go stomp it out. But a snake, not even getting close enough to it. I'm on top of this table right here, right now. And you're probably going to hear me screaming. I mean, there's no... <laughs> There's something about snakes that are unsettling for sure. It's there's no no arms, no legs. They're creepy, dude. The way they move, and they're they're striking distance. Like it's unpredictable. Like you could be screwing with one, and then thirteen feet away, that thing just comes at you right on your neck, attached to your jugular. They're weird. Buck, I think you're gonna like this next question. So you're gonna be the first one to answer, right? I'll be the last one. Use your imagination. You boys are single and ready to mingle in your mid-20s. It's 100 degrees outside, and you're mowing your yard. The local MILF jogs by in a pair of Sophies and a sports bra. What's your move? Sounds like today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I'd probably just ask her if she'd buy my gas. For your mower? Yeah. (laughs) I'd go pick up a woman, especially an older woman, asking her for money. Gas money. Just gas money. I mean, it's just, what am I wearing? And you probably got your shirt off. You're out there in some shorts, some, some grass, some so, grass-stained shoes. You're sweating. The muscles just glistening. Yeah, what are you doing? You got them bicep veins going. Oh, I mean, I'll give her the old head nod. Oh. The head nod and the two-finger wave? Yeah. Game 30, dog. <laughs> you know what? You want to know what my move would be? It'd probably be, you're probably going to have to call the squad and get the stretcher because my eyes are going to be on her and I'm probably just going to run into the back of the house or something on the mower and probably just hurt myself because, I mean, I, I don't have no game, boys. That milf don't want me, you know? Look at me. I weigh 160 pounds. I'm bald. I mean, come on. She don't want me, but she, I'm, I'm not going to take my eyes off her, so I'm probably going to wreck the mower and hurt myself. Who's to say she hadn't been eyeing you for the last five months? Well, though. that's true, but... I don't think I'd have the balls enough to get off the mower and, you know, try to hit on her. You know what I mean? Would you, like, get off the mower and just kind of pull your shorts up and bend over over in front of her and pick a weed or two? Check out the vibe. Yeah. See how she takes it. What if if you just, I could see you just stopping your mower, getting off, and just most muscular, just... Just flex. Just give it to her. Just give her the just, just, just a full body flex. Well, the thing is, and she's going to say there's more meat on a rooster's chicken wing than that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather become a millionaire by winning the lottery or by working for it, Lance? Oh, easy one. This is an easy one for me. Just hit the easy button, dude. Save yourself some time. <laughs> just hit the fucking easy button. And then I'm going to take the million, and then I'm going to work to double the million once I get it. That's going to be my goal. That's fair. 
I guess the whole question is, at that point, you're a millionaire. Do you want to tell people that you're a millionaire because you hit the lottery? Or do you want to tell people you're a millionaire because of the sweat off of your own brow? Right. I could definitely see where you take some pride in knowing that you you made that million from from scratch. You built your empire. Yeah, that that would be that would be a pretty cool thing to say. But I'm gonna take a million, however I can get it. Right, me too. <laughs> yeah. But you buck. I agree with you guys 100. percent Like the uh, the sweat, blood, and tears behind your empire. Like DG said, I'm taking work smarter, not harder. So if that takes me to spend 10 bucks on a ticket at a gas station to become a millionaire, absolutely. That's fine. You'll That's do fine it. fine with that. If all the high schools in Ross County had to combine to make two super schools, which schools do you think should combine? Kind of like a super conference in college now. And which would be better at specific sports? Kevin. All right. So when I seen this question, I got right to work and I, my mind started running 100 miles per hour. And this is what I came up with. I came up with, I'm going to take Adina, Paint Valley, Huntington, and I'm going to team them up with Chill Coffee. And then the other school is going to be Unionota, Zane Trace, and Southeastern. And I came up with that because Adina, Paint Valley, and Huntington probably had the least amount of kids. And then we're going to team them up with probably the biggest school in the area, which is Chill Coffee. Union Yoda is probably the second largest population of kids. Yep. Zane Trace is probably the third. And then I'm going to throw them in with Southeastern. So, and I think competitive and competitive sports, I think it'd be pretty even as well. Because, you know, all Adina, Paint Valley, and Huntington succeed at some sports, but we also struggle with some sports. Union Yoda is pretty much good at everything. So, Chill Coffee to some extent. Zane Trace is pretty good at everything too. And Southeastern's about like us, but they're, they got more kids than, you know, Adina, Huntington, and Paint Valley. So that's how I came up with it. What do you guys think of that? I mean, is that all right? I didn't take into consideration the locations of the school at all. We're just going to make one school so they can all drive that's, there. That's fair. That's what I came up with. I like that. That makes sense. I was thinking you take Ross County, split it north-south. You could split them up that way. Yeah. Or east-west. But... What I would like to see happen is, and I don't know how the numbers balance out. It might be a little unbalanced one way or the other as far as kids, number of students go, but take Chillicothe and Unyota, stick them together. They'll kick everybody's ass. And then all the county schools. Right. So you got like Chillicothe proper versus all the rural county schools. Yeah. I mean, it, it might be competitive, but I mean, if you stick Unioda and Chillicothe together, I mean, they're, that's a lot of talent. It's a lot that's of talent. a lot of athleticism, a lot of talent. It's a lot of people to choose from, too. That's I know. A, that's a well, big I mean, D1 school. Then you got Zane Trace, Adina, Paint Valley, Southeastern, Huntington, Huntington, Southeastern. Yep. So you got the two biggest schools versus all the other five county schools. I mean, numbers-wise, is that – I think that'd be close, yeah. It's equal. Yeah, but, but talent-wise, we might be on the struggle. Numbers, I mean, same numbers, same number of kids to pick from. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right there. I never thought of it that way. Buck, what are you thinking here? Uh, I'm going underdogs. I'm taking Zane Trace, Union Yoda, and Chillicothe first to rest. Oh, my. That's kind of what I was, I was thinking I about. I want some homegrown You're looking village. for a disaster there. I mean, maybe. Look at the talent we had come out baseball in Little League. Well, I know. Small town of Frankfurt, a village. I know. You take five of those villages, four of those villages. Yeah, sure. They might be underdog, 
you know, skill-wise, but they're going to fight. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, we're all Dina guys here, so, like, we're all partial to the the small school, small town. Right. And, you know, that's that's what we know. And, I mean, let's be honest, we never had any more beef playing as Adina than we had when we played Zane Tracer Unionota. I agree to that. 100%. So why not, you know, add the SBC and as Adina as a whole, take on them, which CHS added too. Fair enough. You know, it's kind of off topic, but like down in Kentucky, I had a couple buddies from college that, that uh, taught in Kentucky. I mean, they got, they, they got, each county has its own school. Yeah. So you got Ross County Public Schools, which would be everybody. Chillicothe and all the SVC teams minus Piketon and Westfall. Right. That that would be one school, which is damn. And so my no question my question would be, do you think I know Union Yoda, Zane Trace, and CHS would be considered division one? Absolutely. But you add Adina, Paint Valley, Southeastern, and Huntington. Is that D one? Uh I don't know. That'd be a good question. I doubt it, but it's probably on average four hundred kids in the high school for each of those. I don't know. Okay. What about you, Core? So this is my favorite question. I I started with freaking drawing the, the the shape of Ross County and putting where each school was. So I actually looked at where they were, and I kind of glazed over the question because I was so excited. I liked it so much that I didn't I didn't remember it said two teams when you until you said it. So I broke them out into three teams. Just when I first looked at it, so my thought was, or Chillicothe stays the same, and then you have Uniota, Adena, Paint Valley as like Scioto Valley West, and then you have Zane Trace, Southeastern, Huntington, Scioto Valley East. So like three. So you'd three, have like three, three schools. You'd have three D two schools in Ross County. Okay. So that was my thinking. That'd probably be the more equal, I would think, instead of just making the... I kind of like how DG did it, took the two bigger schools and said, hey, you're one, and everyone else goes around. So I like that, too. I think that would... It would it would make some quality, quality fucking sports. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that, too. Um, I'd be I'd be curious to see whoever asked this question, what, what their thoughts are. Well, he can text in because yeah. he's a listener. Fellas, DG, you're really going to like this one. This one's from JB. This is right up your alley, buddy. Fellas, a nearby galaxy is speeding towards us at 250,000 miles per hour and likely to obliterate us, the Milky Way, in 4 billion years. Though, the sun could potentially incinerate us before then. Two questions. What's your prediction to to happen first, galaxy collision or sun incineration? If you were alive to see it, which way would you want to go out? Great question. Great question. This is right up your alley, so I'm gonna let you fire back. Four. Okay, there. This other galaxy is on course to collide with us in four billion years. Yeah, I think sun sun's gonna burn us up well before then. I think I tend to agree with that. Well before then. I mean, look, you know, whether you want to acknowledge climate change or not, this data is pointing pointing to yeah, climate change is a thing. I mean, it's getting hotter every year. It is. The ice caps are melting. I could definitely, I mean, and that's that's just within the last, you know, 100, 200 years that we've been looking at it. 
four billion years. Do you have any idea how long that is? That, four billion with a B years. That's a long time. That's freaking insane. That's, that's almost unfathomably long. Yeah. So I think the sun's going to get get us well well before then. Um, me personally, the way I'd want to go out, let's let's collide. I want to collide too. That's let's, what I wanted to get to. Let's go. I think the four billion years is very interesting, like you just explained. But I want to get to the the way. What which would which way would you rather go out? And I would I would want to see that thing come, and I just would want to stand out in my yard and just fucking feel it. Yeah. What's, I mean, who wants to burn up? Who wants to catch on fire and just melt? You know, just melt. No that's one a, wants that's a slow, yeah. agonizing death. No one wants to do that. I want to collide, and I want to see like the results of just what would happen. You remember uh, Independence Day, Randy Quaid? Here's the thing: I've never seen that. <laughs> When he All takes right, you that. alien assholes. Yeah. Hello, boys. I'm back, <laughs> and he's drive right into that spaceship, right up the that, hole. Of that's it. how I. That's how I picture us colliding with another galaxy. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, what do you? I mean, how do you think it would feel like if if we collided? Like, what do you think would happen? Like tsunamis and stuff, or would the world just start? Would it all be water? Like, would the land just like sink into the oceans? Like, what would happen? Dude? I don't know. I think. We'd be feeling the like we'd be feeling the effects of the collision well, years well years be- before well before the collision actually happens like major earthquakes earthquakes kind of like the day after tsunamis, tomorrow hurricanes flooding yeah that's probably I mean that would probably kill everybody before the actual collision honestly but he makes a very good point I mean if you bring an entire galaxy coming into our Milky Way galaxy you're gonna feel the effects of that. Probably 300 years, 300 million years before it actually happens. Because that's such an enormous force. It, and that it's so big. And as it gets closer to the Earth, it's probably going to affect our the gravity the way we know it. You yeah. know, like, so I, what don't, if, I don't know how. I mean, we adapted before. What if our generations after adapt to that? Like, you have a 28-inch a vertical, but with the Milky Way about to collapse with another galaxy, our ancestors like the people way after us have like a hundred inch verticals and basketball is just on an entire different ball court or football is just the rims 20 feet high instead of 10 yeah you got to play outside otherwise you hit your head on the rafters exactly <laughs> or you, you just make a bigger ex- arena you have to make the rims from you have to extend them from 10 feet to 200 feet so let's just say they said this is going to happen in 25 years from now like to us and we haven't felt any effects yet, but they said in 25 years that these things are going to collide. Just we, all at once. We have no idea what's going to happen. Would you guys like start preparing, like building shelter, like an underground and just see what would happen or would you just go out? I mean, at this point, it's an entire galaxy trying to collide with Earth. I don't think there's... Yeah, but we don't know what that means because it's never happened to us. Well, a galaxy involves billions and billions of other extraterrestrial planets like Earth, Mars... Pluto and a sun and stars. Yeah, I mean, we're not surviving that. I don't care if you build a cargo ship 300 feet down in the earth, air conditioning, breathing capability, you're not surviving. Okay. I was just that was just a question I wanted to ask. Here's a here's a just a, a real quick kind of side question. If you know that we're going to collide with another planet, another galaxy, whatever in 50 uh, Let's say 20, 20 years from now, and that's going to be it. That's going to be it for human life on Earth. Does that affect how you live the next 20 years? 
Could you say that again? You know that the end of the human race as we know it is done 20 years from now. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm going to switch some shit up. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to be keep not, doing what I'm doing. Not just doing the same old, same no. old. I feel like I'm the probably going to quit my it, job, to be honest with and you. And you're just like the rest of the world. Yeah. So at that point, we're living 15 to 20 years with no like form of currency. Small businesses, large business, it's just, it stops at yep. a whole. And we just live like we're in the Great Depression for 20 years. And that, like, just do it, what you do. Is it like Mad Max? Yeah. I mean, it's going to get wild for sure. Like I mean, think purge. about it. Oh, like yeah. The purge every oh, day? Probably every day. And then that date rolls around and guess what? We're all still alive. It never happened. Then what happens? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Start building it back up. Great question, JB. Great question. Next one. Would you stop drinking for the rest of your life in exchange for $1 million? Sounds like the question you asked. But if you decide to have a drink after accepting the money, then once a year an assassin has 24 hours to kill you. You don't know what day it'll be, but one day exactly at noon, you're handed a GPS tracker by a stranger with the location of the assassin. So you'll always know where the assassin is, but that's when your 24 hours start. Each year you survive, you receive an extra 250K. Do you say no and just take the million or take the money and start drinking again with your life on the line? Did John Wick send this question in to you? It, it might be. This is from Adam. Nice. Wow. Me personally. Old Bert sent this one in. Me personally, I, I'm, not, I'm not about living my life looking over my shoulder. So, what were the options? I take I take the million. Never drink again. Never drink. That that's what I'm that's what I'm going to do. I think it would be such a fucking thrill ride to just you know what I'm gonna have a beer today for 24 hours, and I'm gonna run from this son of a bitch for 24 hours, and dude, it'll be such a thrill. I think it'd be boring to stop drinking. Give me the million dollars. I'm gonna have a few beers, and I'll be on the run for 48 hours. But you have a GPS tracker on him. I mean, you know where he's at. If he's getting close to you, bub, I mean, that's when you start panicking a little, but you always got to stay ahead. You always got to stay ahead. Let's just say we live in Frankfurt, right? I don't give a fuck who's hunting me. No assassins coming to Frankfurt, Ohio. So I feel like I'm pretty safe. But like you said, the GPS, if he does, you know, he's in, let's say, Virginia and he's heading west. I might, you know, the hairs on the back of my neck might stand up. But he's not he's not gonna find me. I'll yeah. just hide in my mom and dad's garage in the golf cart. He got a speedometer <laughs> on that golf cart, by the way. Sounds like you need one. <laughs> but anyway, back to the question. See here's what I think. If I let's just say I drink a beer, whatever, twenty four hours I'm on the run. I know where this guy's at at all times. Who says I just don't go out in the woods, get in a tree stand, get camoed up? And whenever I see this guy, I just get my 308 out and just snipe him right in the head. And it's over. And I'm like, well, going to have another beer now. You know? This guy's after me. I'm protecting my life. I've got the right to shoot him. So I'll just shoot him. Pretty soon here, you're not going to have that right to protect yourself. What if what if this assassin's got like drones and heat-seeking missiles? Well, you know what? Then you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. And then I might second-guess that beer I was drinking, DG. But if he's just coming at me with like some throwing knives and some guns with silencers and shit, some twin, stars. twin PP7s with yeah. silencers. Yeah. 
I mean, so what happens if you survive the the assassin? You, I mean, if you survive him for twenty four hours, each year you survive, you get two hundred fifty k. So it's after each year. I mean, yeah, that's your job. You don't even have to live anymore. You just drink alcohol and try to survive twenty four hours from an assassin. Yeah, but I'm that's taking, it. That that's is it. that's if you drink. But even if say you don't drink, say well for a week I'm going to take off. I'm not going to have a beer. But when Friday comes around, I'm going to be looking over my shoulder a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Does does the assassin come after you every time you drink drink at least one beer? Uh, it, it says you decide to drink. So let's just call it one beer or one whiskey. Okay. One ice. What if I'm the assassin, Claybird? We're sitting in a garage one night and you decide That's to pop true. a bush light. But, I, I no, get a text message listen, on my phone. But listen, I get the GPS. Yeah, so he'll know if it's I'll, you. I'm going to know if it's you. Once love. you drink. You, you have your first sip of that bush latte. And you're looking at your GPS. And it says, fuck. And you look right up, here. and Merritt's got a freaking <laughs> salt off pointed right at your head. Yeah, but here you guys aren't taking the question into consideration. I said, you don't know what day it'll be, but one day exactly at noon, you're handed a GPS tracker by a stranger with the location of the assassin. So you always know where the assassin is. So I don't think that would be possible, but that would be freaky if I took a drink of that and he just pulled out a gun, shot me right in the head, and that was it. <laughs> now, would you like to be the assassin? I think that would now, be bad. Now, as I fun. think that would be fun too. Be a hitman. Yeah, I just I'm just picturing like you take a sip of beer and all of a sudden you got that map pops up like you're like you're playing multiples in 007 Goldeneye. <laughs> Well, it good, but he said at noon you're handed a GPS, so I don't know if that's the day after. Like, if you drink on Friday night, Saturday at noon, you'll get your tracker. I could don't know you, how it works. Could you imagine the United States, if this was, like, countrywide, the assassins, just like, it's it just changes everything. You got people that are in the grocery store that get this alert, Rolski. Had a beer today. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go kill him. Well, sign me up. First one to text back, I got to go find Rolski. Cut his head off. Yeah. Like it just <laughs> Kroger's just disperses. It's empty. Everybody everybody's just, going every, everybody <laughs> goes on. You just see everybody everybody's phone starts going off. You just see everybody look and you're like, fuck, somebody started drinking. <laughs> it's it's like an amber alert. Everybody gets it. It's yeah. like Rolski had a natty light this morning. Everybody go home. Everybody get the hell out of here. Quarter of a can. Hey, that's a great question. Great, great question. Next up, would you rather have a seven-year-old with a runny nose hit you in the shin with a wood bat every 24 hours or have a 78-year-old man with one leg and a lazy eye spit in your face every hour for 24 hours? Okay, so he's spitting in my face every hour for a day. Yep. How often am I getting hit in the shin? Every hour for 24 hours. Same same thing. Every hour, so same frequency. Yeah. I'm taking, dude, I just want this guy just to throw a loogie in my eyeball. Yep. I hate getting hit in the shin. I don't care if it's a baseball bat or hitting it off my bedpost. I hate it. Give me the spit. Yeah, spit in my face, dude. dude your, your leg's going to be broke if he's hitting you every hour with a baseball bat. This idiot who ever sent this and don't know what, this is a horrible question if you want me to be honest. Well, what? A, let, let's just, let's spice it up a little bit. <laughs> you picked bit. it. Let's say that. Because the, I wanted to call him an idiot. <laughs> Let's say that the uh, the seventy eight year is a seventy eight year old. Yeah. Let's say that he's got like Hep B. Well, that's well, I don't know. Yeah. Or AIDS. So I, I don't even know why does it matter if he's got one leg in the lazy eye if he's just spitting. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why he lost it. He's got a like a a health defect. Yeah, something something contagious. Or if he spits in your eye, like if it if that saliva hits your eye membrane, you you lose your leg. 
Well, now, now that's just a different question now. I'm taking the spit in the eye. I, I mean, I that's all I got to say. I, I don't want to get hit with a baseball bat. He just spits in your eye. That's it. You got to keep your eye open. Yeah, just spit in it. Yeah, fuck. I'm not taking it to the shin. <laughs> spit? Yeah. If you, take a, if you take a baseball bat to the shin every hour, you're not going to be able to walk. That's why I said you're going to have a broken leg. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do anything. Here we go. How long could you last balancing on an exercise ball while butt naked and covered in KY jelly? Here, here's the thing. This couldn't is even a, get on this the is ball. A, this is another crazy question here because I can't balance on an exercise ball without the KY jelly. I, so pro- if, I promise. If I take a bath in the jelly and try to get on that ball, boys, I'm, there ain't, I'm not ever going to get on it. I got the worst bounce of anybody here. I guarantee it. Guarantee I have the worst bounce of anybody here. Like I can't, I can't even stand on one foot. Like it's it's awful. So my answer to that question is maybe a tenth of a second, and then I'm I'm down. I'm not gonna lie. I'm surprised Uncle Buck didn't say like 20, 20 minutes and thirty two seconds or something like that. Like he knew, like he knew his time that he could do so, that. So he, he, you're saying Uncle Buck's bathed in KY and have, has tried this before? Yeah, I okay. wouldn't put it past me. I mean, I've tried stuff butt naked before <laughs> with KY, probably. I don't need that shit. Okay. Uh, but it's medicine ball. He's talking the inflatable exercise. Yeah, it's impossible. I think so too. Another stupid question. Next up. <laughs> By the way, those two were sent in by the same person. He's been on this podcast. Was it Otis? Yeah. What an idiot. (laughs) I've got a question that I want answered. Can someone please, for the love of God, explain to me why people feel the need to run, bicycle, or walk in the street when there's a damn sidewalk right next to them? I mean, for shit's sake, do they not realize there's a sidewalk there? Do they think their shit don't stink? Or are they just that stupid? Explain it to me, fellas, because I'm struggling with it. Sounds like he's talking about Monk and Barney. <laughs> here's here's because my only explanation. They run, they run on the side of the road. Here's my only explanation. Growing up, we didn't really have many sidewalks to run, ride the bike on. Until recently, I've noticed around Frankfurt, they have made more sidewalks for people to run, ride their bikes on. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just like muscle memory type thing. I'll say that um, for bike riders, yes, some you know there's a sidewalk and people ride their bikes on the street, but the sidewalk's not always the smoothest. Yeah, the old sidewalks that got the, the lips on The old on them. sidewalks, the sidewalks can be get get pretty busted up. That's how we totaled the scooter. And uh, I mean, it's way smoother to ride your bike on the on the road now. You're going to make things inconvenient for traffic on the road, absolutely. If you're running, then, yeah, I don't, I don't see any need for somebody to run on the street when there's a side, you know, even if it's not a good sidewalk. It's it's all know. about courtesy, too. Like, if, you, if you're riding your bike and you know that there's a car behind you, what do you do? Get off to the side of the road, maybe even go into the grass. I mean, it's all about the small things, like we said. So, I mean, I don't... It, they're right. Whoever texted this in, get on the sidewalk. Unless you're like training for something, like a marathon or something. The rough and rowdy. You want to get out there. Well, that too. You want to get out there on them country roads and back roads and, you know, run up the hills and stuff and get them legs working. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but how many sidewalks do you know that are on Plano Road? No, I'm right? not saying that. Right. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying I think that's all right if you're out there, you know, working your legs out in the country. I think that's okay. But I, he's he's talking about in town here. Speaking of in town, I almost hit a guy on a bicycle the other day that was riding in the middle of the road. Leonard? No. <laughs> I don't know if it's his brother or what, but this guy always rides in the middle of the road. So I was coming, I was coming uh, down the hill. Down there by uh, DG's old stomping grounds. And this guy, he was just in the middle of the freaking road coming up the wrong side. Was he like... I couldn't see him because that's a hill. And I was coming down. He was coming up. And I literally slammed on my brakes. I had to. I I almost mopped him. I could have killed him. Man. Now, was this guy like all done up? Did he have like the Tour de France helmet on with no, the no, 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 no. outfit. Oh, no, no. That is complete opposite. Okay. Boo-boo br- br- Brown. Something like that. He, he, uh, he's always out. Like, if you drove around Frankfurt right now, I guarantee you could find him. And I guarantee his ass ain't on a sidewalk either. He's in the middle of the road. Yeah. He is known for it. Known for it. And I think that's what he does for fun. He just tries to piss off the traffic. <laughs> because, dude, we're, I'm telling you, there'll be four cars at a four-way stop at the stop sign and this guy, with no regards, will pass one of the cars and go straight through. He don't care whose turn it is. He is going through it. He's basically playing chicken with cars for fun. This ain't the first time that I've seen him run out in front of cars. Next time, he might not get so lucky. Yeah, maybe. Your house is on fire. What three things do you leave with? That's easy for me because I sleep beside my bed. I got my car keys. Now, let's not say... Pets aren't involved and family members aren't involved either. Right. I'm going to say my car keys, my wallet, and my phone. I'm going out the window. That's I'm grabbing all three of them things and I'm out. I sleep with them beside me on my bedside table every single night for that reason. Anybody else? I'll uh, I'll go. I'll say the wallet, the the stuff that's in it can be replaced. Okay. The car keys. It's going to be a two hundred and fifty dollar key fob. Okay. I'm taking my safe. You're going to be able to put that on your back and get it the hell out? I mean, it's a small safe. It's just, it's fingerprint. Okay. All, All right. right. One of them. Okay. Photos. That's a key. Those are memories that you can never get back. Okay. And then I'd probably say uh, my case of Bud Light. All right. So, yeah, so you're going to need something to drink while you watch the thing burn to the <laughs> I ground. I was ready to say the same thing. Can't be thirsty out there in the middle of the street watching your house go to hell. But you, DG. Yeah, I got a little... Uh, it's kind of like a safe. It's just a little lockbox. It's fireproof, but I don't think I would trust it. No. So, I mean, all safes are fireproof to some extent. Yeah. I'm going to grab that. It's it's not hard. It's not hard at all to carry. So I'm going to grab that. I'll grab my wallet, and I definitely want to grab my cell phone. Okay. What about you, Corey? Uncle Buck beat me to it, but I just uh, I was going to grab graham crackers chocolate and uh, marshmallows all right <laughs> yes doing a little s'mores saying hell with everything else huh yeah, why not travel into the future the world is back to normal would you rather live through another pandemic or fight a war in your own backyard martin you know what marty i think me and uncle buck have been thinking about this for a long long time and i tell you what if somebody wants to travel their asses into frankfurt we're going to be prepared son Hell with the pandemic. Bring it on. Frankfurt's ready. Guaranteed. I'll take another pan- pandy. Give me another pandy. I'm not a very social guy anyway. I kind of <laughs> keep to myself as it is. I'll th- 
Didn't mind staying now, home. Now listen, the circumstances were shitty, right? Oh yeah. But me and my wife had a blast just staying in, just watching movies and. I still had to go to work. Drinking and I didn't have any of that. Like I, I, kinda, I got, I got sent home from work. I kind of, so I kind of, we both, we both did. Yeah, I kind of wish. Now I, I like the money and stuff. I like getting up every morning and going to work, but. I kind of just wanted to experience it for like a month or two. Just lock yourself down and just experience it. Because I didn't get to do that. So I wouldn't mind just being locked up in the house. Just give me a month. I don't think I'd want any longer than that. I just want to see what it was like. You know, the pandemic is a horrible thing. Yeah. But I just, I wouldn't mind just experiencing a lockdown. Just just lock me in my house for a month. Make the, sure I want to get the groceries and shit, but I would just want to experience it. The worst inconvenience. Did you get bored? During the pandy? No, man. You didn't? No. What were you reading? Remember I started I, med- I, I started meditating. Yeah, I remember I got I, episode this, one. I got this app. I was doing Tai Chi in my living room on the TV. I started reading more. I, I learned how to play the guitar. You were spending I, a lot of money, weren't you? Oh, a lot of money. <laughs> um but yeah, man, that was I was I got a I got a lot of stuff done during that time. And there was something else I was gonna say, but I forgot. Yeah, I don't I mean I think Clay hit it on the head. If it's like not a pandemic necessarily that that puts everybody at risk health wise, but if you know we have a another country come try to invade, I think that would be a blast to just crack a couple skulls. I mean, I got an AR that I've never even shot before, and it's it's wet. What's that movie? Red Dawn? That's yeah, Red Dawn. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Red Dawn. What would we call ourselves? Wild Aces. Well, I love it. Wild Aces. So, yeah. I mean, a country would be stupid to try to invade us like Red Dawn because we're the most armed civilians in the world. Think about all the hunters. Think about all the guns that have been sold to civilians. Joe Rogan put it the best. We are the... As American citizens, the most badass country in the entire world. Well, not only that, but we are the biggest army in the entire world. You take all those American citizens that are armed and you put them together, we've got the largest army in the entire world. So yeah, let's we're just say the most well funded. But if it went through another like pandemic like COVID, I would probably go the like the other route. I would much rather stuff just get back to normal because that was just, I mean, it wasn't fun at all. Yeah. It just, it was uh, a nuisance. It changed your everyday life. You know, seeing people, your family, you didn't want to get so close to them because they blew this so far out of proportion. Like it was, you couldn't live it if you got it. Yeah. You wasn't going to survive. But you give me seven days of Russia Coming along the Pacific Coast, working its way towards Ohio. Give me seven days to prepare. We'll be ready. <laughs> oh, bud. Bet your ass. We'll be ready. What is your take? Sorry. What is your take? And yeah, that's what it says. What is your take? And when is somebody from the podcast going to try the milk crate challenge? So what is your what's your guys' take on the milk crate challenge? I don't know. I mean, I, I see it every time I get on any kind of social media. Somebody new is trying the milk crate challenge. Yeah, it's it, to me, it's it's kind of like the uh, remember the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, yep. It's like it's kind of that level of popularity. It's a little bit more entertaining than the ice bucket challenge. I though. agree. I would compare this, the ice bucket challenge. It wouldn't. What 
the worst that was going to happen to you, what? Cold water. Cold water. Yeah. You might get the shivers. Anybody could do it. This, you could break your neck. You could die. An arm. You honestly could die. You could. Break your So break I your compare back. this to like, that's today's society snorting the, the condoms up the nose. We all seen that, right? Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago. But yes, the I remember. The Tide Pods. The Tide Pods. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Of all that, you think this is the dumbest? This is the dumbest. Have you seen the people? I think the condoms up the nose take the cake, boys. I mean, why would you try to do that? A condom up your nose and you pull it views. out the other side. You get views. That's yeah. why. And who the hell wants to eat a fucking Tide Pod? High school kids. That's how it. many people did we watch do that though? Oh, a lot. Millions. Has anybody had a? Does anybody have a milk crate story? I have one. You've, I want to see you try no, it. Not, the, not that, but see, I but, can't I mean, stand on one milk crate, let alone I, that, that's what hundred. I, that's what I was going for. When I was littler, I had a little adjustable rim, and I dropped it down to like seven foot. And still mad that I couldn't dunk. So my dad had a couple milk crates, so I pulled them out. I did it two or three times successfully, where you just jump off one foot off the milk crate and throw it down. Yeah. Well, that third time, I didn't have my foot centered, and I was too far in front of it. Yep. I jumped on the milk crate. That thing slipped behind me. I landed. I had the impression of the milk crate on my back. It hurt like son of a bitch. So I think we've all done that before. If you, if you've never, I didn't need a milk crate. If you've never dunk. been a kid and tried to jump off like a chair or something and dunk a basketball on a hoop, I don't think you're not you're not living. You're not living. There's no need here. I could, I, uh, I could dunk just full skilled body. I remember. I remember being on the playground at recess, jumping off a kid's back. Drunk, yep. You got a kid down on all fours, yep. <laughs> jumping off their back trying to dunk. Oh yeah, used to do that shit all the time. Some little shithead. I don't remember who it was. I was I was the one down on all fours, and the and the, and the kid stomped on the back of my head, <laughs> drove my head down into the asphalt. At least like, you didn't get a silver tooth. That's true. <laughs> no. Now back to the milk crates. Does anybody have any? I like. I'm never going to try it. Like if we had it set up out here in the sip and serve yard, would would anybody try it? No. No. I'm not trying it either. So that's your question. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to try it at all. That's just stupidity. But I do have. Speaking of jumping off people's backs, um, in high school, did you guys ever? Like take one of your smaller point guards that like couldn't even touch the backboard and um, like they would run in like for a layup and you'd like they would jump and you'd grab them by the waist and kind of throw them up like give them a little extra and then they would dunk it. I've never actually tried that. No, dude, we used to do that all the time. One of our friends that played on our basketball team and I mean he couldn't he couldn't jump over a piece of paper on the court like he couldn't he I don't even think he could touch the backboard probably could barely even touch the net but anyway he would come into practice and beforehand we would like I think it was my buddy Buddy would grab him like he'd go in for a layup and like gather himself and jump and I think Buddy would grab him by the waist and just throw him in the air and he would just dunk it so like he could do a windmill off of Buddy just throwing him up there it was wild they had some crazy chemistry those two I think that was that was on the side. Maybe. Right. <laughs> Rolski, would you try the milk crate challenge if you did it successfully, the Sip and Serve podcast gets 5,000 permanent listeners as a result? DG, I mean, to be honest with you, if you offered me up 5,000 listeners. 5,000 new listeners. Every time. And they've got to stay. There's not much I wouldn't do. I would do about anything to get that. Because, I mean, that's we're, we're talking, that's that's the pay scale. You only need a 1,000 listeners average per episode to start getting paid. 
5,000. That's a, I mean, that's more than double, you know, it's triple four. I mean, yeah, quadruple. That's five times, five times. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I would do anything. Milk crate challenge. I'll do it five times. Give me it. I'll do it five times. Thousand listeners per how many tries to do on the milk crate. Give it to me. That's easy, dude. I would do anything for it. Anything. So you're saying you could do it. I'm not saying that I could successfully get across the crates, but I would give her hell. I would try. Absolutely. For 5,000 listeners. What are the require like yeah. the requirements for this crate challenge? Can I mean, you walk? Yeah. You, you can, can go as, a- you can go as slow as you want. You just got to do it successfully. You got to go up, walk across the top, go down. That's it. For the Sip and Serve podcast, I would do it. Easy. For 5,000 listeners, that's an easy question. Very, very easy question to answer. I mean, it, how many times have I broken an my clavicle collarbone three or four times yeah down there in the churchyard you got slammed in that ditch what tore is what, his whole arm off basically what is, what is one more time one more time just gotta watch that neck that's all you gotta do bub watch the neck you don't want to land on your head i seen the guy the other day do the crate challenge did you see that video probably dude he landed was straight. it in the hood yeah he landed <laughs> straight on his neck man and it was bad bad it was bad who came it's, up with this shit when I when I watch those videos, dude, as soon as I see somebody's feet go out from under them, I, I quit watching. I don't want to see how it ends. I there don't want to see how there, they fall. There was one where the guy literally just snapped his arm in half, and he got oh, up, and his arm was just dangling. Don't rubber band, that. rubber band arm. I, I mean, I I, can't I would hope that. that would not that wouldn't happen to me when I tried it. But you know what? For five thousand listeners, let's do it. Like if you know you're going to fall, oh, you're going to that fall. moment. You just going in the fetal. What's the worst going to happen? Puncture a liver, maybe a kidney. Bust your head off a few crates, a few Break stitches. five ribs, collapse along. Hell with it. It's 5,000 well worth, listeners, well, well worth it. A week? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's do it. If you could combine and mix two cereals together to make one box, which two are you guys choosing? Lucky Charms and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, my God. He just, you, you drilled it. That was it. Lucky Charms and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I never saw that question before, but damn it, I have my answer ready. That was mine. <laughs> I'm going to go with Fruity Pebbles and Captain Crunch Fruit Berries. So sticking with the fruit theme. Yep. What about you, Corey? I was uh, Cheerios and uh, like Count Dracula, like chocolate uh, Rice Krispie cereal. I don't know what it's Count called. Count Chocula? Yeah. yeah. Um, with Cheerios. Yeah, what not? kind of That's Cheerios? A weird combination. Plain Cheerios with a little chocolate. It's just like adding sugar to them pretty much. Okay. That's interesting. All right. So you guys are down with the cinnamon toast crunch and the marshmallows? You had your two favorite cereals. Combine them. It's heaven. It's over, right? It's done. It bangs. <laughs> that bangs. That box of cereal would bang in stores. Hey, guys. I just seen a clip from the Little League World Series of a pitcher who got a home run hit off of him. It was an absolute piss missile. As the player who hit the home run rounded third, the pitcher jogged over and gave him a high five. If you were a little league pitcher, would you give someone a high five who just hit a homer off of you? No way in hell. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> no. I'm probably throwing the ball there. I'm just gave to me. At him. You're eating this shit. Especially if it was a piss <laughs> missile. I seen this same highlight, man, and it went off the scoreboard hard as hell, didn't the it? The right fielder didn't even move. No. He just he just watched it as it went <laughs> over his head. I mean, it was an absolute rocket. It was a no-brainer that thing was going I do out. like the term piss missile, though. That yeah. is, that's a new one. 
I think um, if I was pitching, which I never really pitched because I couldn't throw a ball worth of shit. But if I was out there pitching, there's like you guys said, there's just no way in hell. I would give that guy such a glare. I'd like next up, next time up, one's coming for your body, bub. Next, e- next time up, I'm putting one in your ear hole. Right. You're eating right. it. Yeah, I'm definitely I mean, that's, not. That's part of the game. Now, after the game, when the game's over, if we win, not if we lose, but if we win, I'll say, hey, bub. That was an absolute piss missile. Nice shot. But if we lose, absolutely not. Maybe a ball tag on the way through the line. <laughs> I had a... Uh, Would you steal his ticket for the concession stand? Yeah, give me your slice of pizza, bitch. <laughs> little, little League, dude, Little League can get cutthroat. I, I played for a Little League coach one time. This was like an, on an all-star team. And the coach's son was pitching. And he told him in the dugout before we took the field. He said, if anybody squares the bunt on you... You stick it in their ear hole. I think I played on that team. He said, if, if you see somebody square to bunt, put it in their ear hole. <laughs> Just straight up. Just told him that. And I'm pretty sure he said, tie your laces up, because if the bench is clear, we're going to need all of us. <laughs> this kid's like 11. And his dad's like, he, square, he even squares to bunt. If he even squares, hit him in the head. <laughs> Jesus. I know. <laughs> Wild. Dude, I used to bunt all the time. You know how I would be so scared, which I was scared anyway, because I was, I was a terrible little league player. I was scared to death to hit a pitch, but you had quite the tomahawk swing. Yeah, I would swing at anything. I didn't care if it was in the dirt. I didn't you, care if it was three feet above my head. I was Ro- swinging. Rolski, you decided you were going to swing before the pitcher was even in the windup. I know. <laughs> I do. I swung at everything. It just didn't matter. Who did you model your swing after? I don't know. I, mean, I don't. I, I don't know anybody I yeah. can compare that swing to. <laughs> no. But the thing is, I had two home runs. Actually, yeah, two home runs. One of them. One of them. Both of them. No, actually, I've had three, and two of them were absolutely three feet above my head, and I jacked them out of the park. Just like you said, just a tomahawk. I mean, I'm holding this bat, and it is straight above me, vertical. <laughs> And I just beat the shit out of that ball. And they, they were like some of the farthest home runs we've seen that year. That one, I, I just that got one went them. off. The, that one went off the top of the press box in center field. I mean, it was, it was a, a shot. shot it went over the scoreboard, over the scoreboard, McDonald's, and hit the top of that press box. McDonald's scoreboard. But three out of the three of those home runs, your eyes were fucking closed. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. I was swinging so hard, like you said, DG. I knew I was swinging. I had my eyes closed. It's just all luck, bub. I know it is because the other thing you would always do is you would step, you 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 your stance would be you'd look good in the batter's box, but then you would step straight <laughs> towards the third baseman. Oh yeah, because you're afraid of getting hit. Yeah. Oh yeah. And how the hell I connected with them pitches while stepping towards the third baseman? Because your dad was pitching. No, these these were off people. This, this, was, just, kid, this was kid. This was kid pitch. Saying. Yeah, this was kid pitch, I'm bub. No, when Monk was pitching, I knew he wouldn't hit me. I was actually a decent hitter. <laughs> You bet 700 that year. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right, guys. Last one. What advice would you guys give a freshman getting ready to start his high school career? That's easy. Um, go ahead, Buck. Don't pay for condoms. Don't pay for condoms. All Pull right. Out game. It works perfect. Strong, yes. but you got to be careful. Yeah. Mine is when you first walk in that hallway. And you see all them upperclassmen, them seniors, walk through that hallway with confidence. Don't be a little pussy. Don't act scared because that's when they start picking on you. 
You go through that hallway with confidence, not cocky. Don't be cocky because then they're going to pick on you even more. Just be confident. Walk through there. Say what's up to everybody and find the hottest senior that you can lay your eyes on. You walk up to her, give her a wink and say, what's up? My name's Rolski. I'm going to be here for the next four years. Keep walking. That's my advice. Find the baddest bitch in the hallway and go hit on her. Let her know your name. Don't even give her time to respond. Just walk away. That's it. My advice is almost the exact opposite. <laughs> Don't, dude, you can't walk through there and be quiet and not say a word if to anybody. If you're a freshman, no. keep your head down. No, no, do your, no. Do your best to be invisible. No, no, that is terrible advice. Terrible advice. You agree, Buck? Would you? When I was a freshman, I, I you know, I mean, what? we're looking at the dude. He's skimmy with his swag. You don't think DG's got swag? He had it in high school. He used to wear that Dirk Nowinski Mavericks jersey with a hoodie the, underneath the of gr- it. The green one, dude. Yes, and that. I mean, he would rock. I would say, just every locker you pass through, you just beat the fuck out of it. You punch it. Let them know you're here. Just let them know you're here. Let them know. You're going, you're going to punch every locker on the way down the I mean, hall. People are going to think you're a psychopath. Whole, all That's, 150 of them. Yeah. All the way down that hallway. So these people think you're starting a list already. They're going to, they're going to yank you out of your classes and put you with the, the emotionally disturbed group. <laughs> Buck probably should have been in that class anyway. Let's just be honest. I mean, I was already in the class where you couldn't put two and two together. Yeah. Now, let's go back to our freshman year, though. This is a great question. That's why I saved it for last. I mean, how did you feel walking down that hallway your first day? Were you nervous? Were you a nervous wreck? I mean, yeah. I was intimidated as hell. I'm the, I'm, there's kids three years older than me. In I this, know. In but this the, th- hallway. the thing is, our school is so small, you know all of them already. You, you, you did, but that's the point. I wasn't going to do anything that made me stand out over any other freshman, good or bad. You know, that, just, that is, I like that. I just wanted to maintain a low profile. You know, like when I when I get to be a junior and senior, then I can kind of start to do what I want to do. And but when you're an underclassman, man, just keep your head down. See, I, I like what you said about not making a big scene or anything, but I don't like to. I think you got to be social. I think you got to walk in there and you got to try to make friends with the upperclassmen. And think about it: if you walk up to that hot chick, that senior that's sitting beside her locker, and you tell her your name, she's gonna be like. Who's that guy? And I was like, like that's Zerolski. That's the that's the new freshman. She'd like tell her friends, like he just. Can you believe that guy has enough balls to come up here and say that to me right now? Yeah. Now they're all talking about you. Yeah, and then their and then her boyfriend's gonna be waiting for you in the parking lot. That, that's 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 true. I guess I never put that into consideration. How many of those did we run across though? Not many. They're, yeah, and, they're I all mean, a bunch of pussies. Like you said, it's, it's a small school, so <laughs> if that girl's dating somebody, you know. Yeah, we you know, already know. I think the best move is at lunch. You get pizza day or maybe that fish tail and you just you walk over and you just hand it to her say this is yours you can have it it's on me <laughs> just buy her a buy her a fish sandwich every friday yeah now with with that though make friends with the with the, the lunch lady with the lunch lady yeah. oh we make always make did friends with the you lunch also lady. gotta flirt with them yes you, you gotta, gotta sweet talk you them. gotta sweet talk to lunch lady. i think we talked about this we before have. Just get a little bit of extra on your plate. You know what I mean? You want some extra mixed corn? Blow her a kiss, wink at her, do something. She'll throw a little bit on there. What You gave me that look about blowing the kiss. Man, what was I, that look for? I've blown plenty of kisses, and it never, it never got me extra corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a freshman, 
going into high school this year. Be sure to blow your lunch lady a kiss. You're going to get some extra coin. Don't spend the extra money on fucking Trojan. The Rex works if you have to go that way. Just, just, let's just say this. Let's end it with this. Be prepared. Can we just end it with that? That's good advice, yeah. We got one voicemail. It's been a while since we've had a voicemail, boys. Let's go ahead and play it. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Hey, what's going on, boys? Jarrett. Wanted to give you a call. I saw your new Instagram post. Looked in the background. Still don't see my katana hung up. Kind of just wanted to voice my frustration. I'm really pissed, actually. And uh, I want to know where the hell my sword is. So, uh, fucking pissed, boys. I ain't going to lie. Okay. Well, this girl listener. We, it's a hell of a mouth for a 16-year-old. That guy down the road that rides around on a ride mower. Didn't we trade him the sword for a case of bush light last week? I think we might have. We need a beer <laughs> for the podcast. Now he's got a we katana. We didn't have any beer. Wait a second. I ride the riding line mower, and I never got a sword. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be completely honest with you, Jerry, if you look behind, I know you can't see it on the video, but next time you're in here, I can promise you there's two holes in my wall. I tried to hang up the katana where I told you I was going to put it, but the nails weren't long enough and the sword kept falling off. So what I have to do, I got to make a trip to Lowe's or Home Depot or Menards and get like hooks. So it'll set on the hooks inside the wall and it'll hold it nice and clean. Nice. So it don't, it don't fall off the side. And by the way, while I was trying to hang this sword up, every single picture, every single DVD, every single figurine that I got up fell off. So I basically had to remodel the studio while trying to attempt to put up your sword but i promise you your sword your sword is in good hands dg is actually looking at it right now um it'll be hung up i promise you now the language there's no reason to be pissed off we still got it i mean just watch your mouth a little bit we'll be all right everything's okay is he a sailor jeez he might be boy's got a mouth on him now what what you're saying (laughs) you're talking about someone else's (laughs) mouth listen to yours yeah, well, I'm now is third. it? Does it? What is it? Leonardo, Leonardo, the Ninja Turtle, isn't he the one that's got the sword on his back? Well, t- I mean, technically, what's that? It's a nin- ninjato, right? Ninjato, ninjato. That's he's what it's called. Of them. He's got two ninjatos and on his back them, shell. He, he sharpens them with his shell and pepperoni pizza. All right. Well, I appreciate the voicemail, Jared, but yes, your katana is in safe hands. It will be hung up. Just got to get some hooks. The nails don't work. I think every listener that's been in since him has asked about it, and I pulled it out. I remember Scotty over there looking for it, and he was checking it out. Everybody that comes in, this thing's a hot commodity. Everybody wants to hold the sword and play with the sword. It's cool. It's not a sword. That is a katana. That's a bad piece of, of work right there. There's a difference between a sword and a katana. Well, what's the difference? I have no idea. But I just know Vikings carried axes and swords, and the samurai carried a katana. Now, if I was to take the samurais versus the Vikings, I mean, today's world lets you know who won that war. It was the samurais and the katanas. Because how many Vikings do you run across now? 
Not very many. The only ones I know of are in Minnesota. We'll end it with that. Don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Like us on Facebook, the YouTube. Subscribe. 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 We'll have a new video up this week. The email, sipandservepod at gmail.com. To everybody out there that sent us in questions, we appreciate the shit out of you. Keep them coming. The text line is always open. We will read anything. Don't just send in questions because we're having a listener mailbag. Send them in every week. We'll answer them. Questions or anything else, man. Comments, uh, takes, whatever. Um, but yeah, like Rolski, appreciate everybody sending those in. That was that was fun. That was that was a good time. And you had 150. We still got some in the bag. We that still is, got some. I reckon in the bag. we do if we got 150 of them. That's balling. It was good. It was a good turnout. There was there was there were some great questions too. That was fun, we to, we fun still, to talk. We about. still have some to come too. Can Pretty. I just say if we're gonna if we're if we're gonna bring sand, volleyball, the chill coffee, bring back Gus Macker, please. Can I oh. say that? You can. Is that a heater? Might be. We don't need to hit the button, but that is kind of a heater. Bring back fucking Gus Macker. Sip and serve Gus Macker. We'll be there. Main court. Her dad. Oh, top men's. I, okay. Well, my edit that out. <laughs> hey. We'll see you guys next week. Absolutely. Let's just say my wife, after that text, she's getting pounded. Like a beating. I'm gonna throw her around a little bit. It's gonna be nude. We don't condone domestic violence on this podcast. Not at all. While you hold a katana. Are you going to be naked with KY jelly all over your body? Like I said before, I don't need that shit. (laughs) 